0: Power.
1: Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 160. Oh, shit. Yes. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Philip Dashing. What's going on? K Wags. Hey, guys. And Philip Proctor. Yo. Hells yeah. Dude, th- thanks for coming on this week, guys. Yeah. Man, you're
2: yeah. welcome, man. Yeah.
1: Thanks for having us. You're so welcome. You're you're so welcome. Um, and one thing I, I want to alert people to. Um, so right now we we have a Patreon going, and then we also we <coughs> release um, additional material to our pa- oh, directly to our Patreon supporters. Uh, we do an after hours program where um, and John Vibes will be on there uh, later on tonight. So just letting you guys know about that. We'll post a link in the comments uh, for this. I'm sure. And uh, and uh, so number one topic for this week, uh, Jared uh, was telling us that uh, apparently Hillary Clinton has more um, explanations of uh, how she lost to Donald Trump.
3: Yeah, she's claiming that uh, one of the reasons that she lost was that she identifies as a capitalist. Um, which is interesting, but I guess these days you can identify as whatever you want, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. She's, ta- she's taking her share of Wall there Street money, need to be right? Any, like facts or like
1: yeah, it's very telling of the times. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> um. So what do you guys do? You guys think that Hillary is a capitalist? What do you guys, What do you guys think? She loves
2: How- that Wall Street money. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, but does that make does uh, does desiring money make one a capitalist? No. Or does no. it just make one
2: a greedy? No, she's no capitalist. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, assuming, you know, capital, you're talking of free market. Well, I mean, like, I feel well, like, I, I feel like when, when you're
3: talking about capital, this, but it doesn't desiring capital doesn't necessarily make one a capitalist. I think, it, well, I
1: mean, if she's a crony capitalist, wouldn't that make mm, her a capitalist in mm-hmm. that she's she's some form of capitalist. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's a horrible. I don't form even of like to say
3: crony capitalist. I just like to say crony. Yeah, I don't, even I, I don't even. like to involve the word. I mean, capitalist. I mean,
1: is a I guess I'm playing word. a semantic game there. Well, t- totally. And, and um, t- to call what we have capitalism, I think, is a disservice to uh, capitalism. Yeah. yeah. You know. So I, 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 that's why I, I think you should refer to it as crony capitalism because you know it, it kind of explains uh, what does, we've got going on. Does that mean the Soviet Union was crony communism? Uh, I mean, I, I guess communism is always crony, right? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I actually love this topic
4: I'm really into uh, political theory economic theory and uh, it was really you know something that I spent a lot of try- time trying to sort out as I was learning about politics and uh, you know the term that Mises uses is interventionism which is when you have the basic structure of a market economy you have private property private ownership of the means of production um, but you have extensive government intervention in the form of wage and price controls in particular Especially wage and price controls, but also high taxes, regulations. Uh, he didn't. He did not say that. Okay, having the government operate some enterprises <coughs> within the market economy changes the character of the of a capitalist economy to socialist. So having, say, the government owning Amtrak and the post office and the roads and the buses and things like that doesn't change the character of our economic system to a socialist system. Mm-hmm. It's still a capitalist framework. Um, these are just government you know there's really no ism to describe government run enterprises that are operating in the context of a market economy but they still have but to... That's,
3: that's a far cry from Hillary Clinton though
4: right well <laughs> i think she i think she could be labeled as a social democrat a progressive an interventionist she's yeah. not a, a lazy a Nazi. she's not a laissez faire capitalist in any sense you know like she's not like a ron paul type or a, <laughs> or or like myself a minarchist you know i would consider but but at the same time she's not i don't believe like a full-blown communist she's not saying we need to nationalize the government should take control of all industry you know but yeah like
1: kyle serious serious question dude yeah have you ever wondered if hillary clinton is moist underneath that pantsuit never Uh, no Now we never what is it? The She's the snook? She bad. has a snook in
4: there or something like that. Snook in her snook. Oh yeah, the snook. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody seen that South Park? <laughs> yeah. She has a uh, like a nuclear bomb in her vagina. Uh, yeah, thanks, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> her vagina. Trying to trying to think of a nice way to her say regime. it. Anyway, no, her but they're, Bob and they are social democrats. That's <laughs> that's what I would consider her. So they don't they don't advocate for full socialism, but it's sort of like a, a market economy that's so heavily controlled and influenced by government that it starts to kind of resemble socialism. And certainly, you know, they want the government to run the education system and the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Um, the indoctrination system. You know, I mean, there are people that call me a socialist because I advocate for public police and public roads. So they're like, "Well, you think the government should control those two areas, so therefore you must be a socialist." Or that even that I think the government should exist—that they think qualifies me as a socialist. And one of the problems of not having. Is that why they call you Che? Yes You're practically Marx Yeah One of the problems Of not having Precise definitions Is people go Oh well Anything government Does is socialism So you, if you work For the public library You're a socialist You know what I mean <laughs> And there was actually a video I like the
5: proper term Welfare whore <laughs> Yeah
4: Did anybody see that video With the uh, the woman trolling It was like a Teacher's protest Out Oh in, yeah uh, yeah I forget where it was But there's a woman With a, like a The Kekistan Yeah the Kekistan flag, flag. The green Kekistan <laughs> And she's like t- She's shouting At all these um, Teachers it's Arizona is where it happened. Her sign said and, uh, commies go back to work. Get back to work, you commies, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was funny.
3: Yeah, and, and it's
4: funny, you know, you but, look at...
3: But here's the thing. I don't necessarily... I don't, I don't call you a communist or a socialist unless you support socialism or communism. Right. Well, I mean, that, like, that, you may yeah. be the beneficiary of welfare, but that doesn't necessarily make you a socialist. I think you have to be consciously aware of what socialism is and what communism communism is and support it to actually be to actually be legitimately called that yeah i mean we can say like oh well you you want medicare therefore you're a socialist like i don't know like i'm not i'm not in that group that's going to be doing that and and by the same token though i don't want to call hillary clinton a capitalist because i don't think she's really that into capitalism i think she's into government and she's into Working her way through the system up to the you know the office of the president, and she's failed at power. That.
2: She's into power
3: and into power. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think she's like a supporter of like capitalism, since that it you know creates wealth and it, it empowers people and it you know does all these great things. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, or you know, and it. Well, does she likes to. She lives things, off but. the the riches of capitalism. Just what she can. But off, I mean, she
3: doesn't. She's never even worked off. a day in like yeah. the private sector. Yeah. She's
4: not an entrepreneur or a business person never, in that in that sense. Her money comes has come from people attempting to buy
1: political favors. I believe she was a private sector attorney though, um, back in Arkansas. Yeah, okay. m- yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm wrong about that. She was, I, I th- a, I think she was. Uh,
3: yeah. I looked. She was some sort of a lawyer. She was a lawyer, but I think she was. Uh, uh, she worked for the state. Oh, really? Okay. I believe so. Okay. Did Some, she get no, fired? I, I didn't did she get so. fired?
4: What? I'm remembering something.
1: Like, Gee, if, if, if only fired, we had. I'm Google. remembering
4: something else.
5: If only we had Wikipedia. Wait, yeah, that's
4: right. She did. Didn't she get off like a pedophile?
3: Yeah, or something? yeah. yeah. Dude, so like, no, she...
5: he raped. He raped a girl, and he got her off by mm-hmm. by pretty much arguing, questioning her character, and stuff like that. Victim right, blaming. <laughs> <so> fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, is that really like a well, capitalistic? Well, her point. No, but I think it wasn't her point. Was that? Is that she is the capitalist? It's she pretty much said that she believes that through the growing numbers of socialists in the Democratic Party that people were associating her as a capitalist. Yeah, in the spectrum, if you look through that window of you know the Overton window that they put on themselves, like oh she's a capitalist compared to Bernie Sanders. And I think Martin O'Malley did a good job. Like I had the unfortunate pleasure of, of uh, watching the Democratic debates, and Martin O'Malley was kind of ripping her apart too. When he was still in it early on and just trying to pin her as this Wall Street, you know, corporatist. And he had great points, you know, you know, just trying to expose in her past because she's such a fraud and such yeah, a horrible do person. Yeah, dude,
1: O'Malley is the most ginormous piece of shit. Oh, yeah. He, I, I yeah, think I would, rather, I would probably rather have Hillary Clinton over Martin O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I don't know. I don't Besides, know about
0: that. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, I would think so. Because at least with Clinton, at least you knew what you were getting. Yeah, <laughs> It's uh, like O'Malley. I don't know. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It's
5: like yeah, it's yeah. a toss-up. you are all <laughs> yeah. And I just, yeah. and I think that she was kind of correct in that she was portrayed at you know, you know, when you put Bernie Sanders. And and Hillary Clinton was her two front runners together, and people looked at her in the Democratic Party. All these socialists looked at her and said, "Well, she's not socialist enough for me, and she doesn't believe in everything Bernie Sanders does." And so, therefore, you know, I'm gonna hold out and be a Jill Stein voter, uh, voter after she, you know, Jill Stein voter. No, no, the, the
4: entire Stein gives voters, you a boner. <laughs> the Democratic Party is not socialist. I mean, they, they have a wing of socialists and um, the Green Party. But they that's have, what she was they, trying to argue was yeah, that. But the bulk of their party is. just just normal people they're yeah. regular working people who want they want to protect medicare and medicaid yeah. psychopaths and they want universal or they want government provided uh health care i shouldn't say universal healthcare because yeah. that, that's a um yep. uh, marketing term yep. that they like to use yeah i, I refuse yeah. to say shit like yeah. that anymore
1: they want endless war yeah well they, <laughs> <laughs> they just like I, everyone else.
4: honestly i don't think they do i don't know how they overlook like obama's foreign policy like they could they give it, because the media
1: because the media doesn't Kyle, talk about it. Kyle, what's it, the magic of statism, Kyle? Right.
4: Well, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> the about the, the rank and file. Your media. average Democrat can't, um, you know, voter. I don't believe is is a social wouldn't have identify as a socialist. Well, oh, I agree with you.
3: Yeah. I, I'm just saying. Oh, I I, I think it's interesting that. That Hillary's pointing that out. I mean, obviously, it's more just
4: scapegoating and, like, getting away from and the fact that she was a, just a shitty candidate. That's what this is. This and is Hillary still yeah. playing the blame game. Just, yeah. I mean, how many—you know, somebody should make a list of the number of excuses Hillary has tried to come up with, you know? Russia. The, the women. Women voted what their husbands told them to. And, you know, <laughs> Russia. Yeah. It's anything but Hillary, right? Yeah. So, you know— that would be that would be the number one reason she lost was because she's Hillary Clinton and she wasn't very good. Yeah. Although horrible, she, horrible I, you movie. know, she still got like 70 million votes. I mean, let's not right. overlook the fact that like she came close, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that was that was against Donald Trump.
4: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Gary Johnson got 4 million, so to put it in comparison, like Hillary got a ton of votes. Yeah, but it was I mean, close. Like, but know, it is sad that she did that against that she not only did she
1: yeah, and, and she did yeah. have the entire mainstream media on her side. You know, she had mm-hmm. CNN saying she was going to win by like, you know, like 70, 70 to, yeah, 70, exactly. 90%. Yeah, it was it's just like huge percentages. Yeah. <laughs> huge, you know? Yeah. And then uh, it's it was so funny. And. You know, I was watching TV the night of the election, actually. Like, you know, I, I pretty much um, boycotted TV for the most part since, like, 2005. But the night of the election, I, I was watching TV. And then it's, and I was kind of cruising back and forth through the different news channels or whatever. But then as, as soon as I saw Trump winning, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to leave this shit on CNN because this is going to be the most hilarious shit. <laughs> as they try to explain how they've been wrong for the past nine months, you know? Was it hilarious? I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was yeah. fucking so. I mean, hilarious. like all the. Did you
3: see the, um, like the, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, the montage of like all the different, yeah, liberal news media, like yeah. just dealing with it, <laughs> like
5: and all the people with their shirts
3: that says I mean, "spoiler
5: alert: Hillary wins." Yeah, <laughs> that was great.
3: Yeah. That was great. I mean, it's it's a weird thing because like obviously we're not, none of us are fans of Trump here.
4: Yeah, you know. but there's still some satisfaction still, in pillar yeah, losing. Yeah, sh-
3: there's little Schadenfreude, you know, yeah. like just like if we're gonna get a small victory out of mm-hmm. it, like you know, fine, we get a little bit of a small victory, but you know, obviously we're still losing the, <laughs> the war. The meltdown, <laughs> the
1: leftist meltdown. Yeah. yeah it's, well, you know, it, it's it kind was, of it's entertaining. Yeah, it's kind of like Democratic tears are sweet, you know. And, and if Hillary won, you know, Republican tears would be sweet. But, I mean, it's either way, you know, we don't have that much to celebrate about because either way, it's like we're both fucked. You know, either way, we're still fucked. because you still, got still en- getting John McCain. You still got endless war. And then I think the most disappointing thing about Trump so far was, um, you know, he's, he's been... I, th- I think he said, like, some, like, 50 times on social media or whatever, or on, on Twitter, that we should not get into Syria. You know, he's consistently been against getting into Syria, and now he's into Syria. There we are. So it's like, um, you know, what more proof do you need than that to know that this guy is owned by the military-industrial complex like every other fucking president?
4: That was our big hope with Trump, was just that he was going to be a peace candidate.
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't say I had a lot of hope, you know. Like, I didn't have I, a
4: lot, I, but I, I, I mean, had a slim, a slim... Sliver of hope, I would say.
3: Hold on. We've got a fan question. Oh, okay. Um, Harsa would like to know what your, Kyle Wagner, what your position on abortion is.
4: Um, It's a tricky question. Mm. You know, I... Mm. I'm a consequentialist, uh, that's sort of how I make decisions, I think about the consequences of things, and I, I think the consequences of outlawing abortion would be to bring back black mar- market abortions. Uh, you know, if, if somebody really doesn't want a baby, they're going to probably find a way to get rid of it, whether it's with a coat hanger or punching themselves in the stomach or something like that, something horrible like that. So I like the fact that there's a medically safe option for them. Uh, at the same time, I think, like, late-term abortions are, are disturbing to me because you've pretty much got a fully formed baby inside of you at that point. Mm. So, I, you know... There's really no way to please everybody on this issue. Whichever way, whichever way the law is written, there's going to be half the population is going to be unhappy with it. So I can't I can't think of a compromise that pleases everybody. I think maybe uh, letting it be a state issue instead of a federal issue. So like you know, you might have a more conservative state would have would actually b- uh, ban abortion, and um, and and then um, obviously. States that were more in favor of it could have it, like California or something like that. I certainly impose um, tax dollars for abortion, so like I don't think Planned Parenthood should get any money or anything like that. I think if you want an abortion, you should have to pay for your own abortion. But I'm not a hundred percent just pro life, so I don't know. I hate the issue; it's very divisive, and uh, you know. So I try to I try to avoid it. So
2: do you believe the state yeah. has the right to regulate the the whole industry? Yeah, I mean the state—they
4: make the laws for our entire society. So, like, no matter what it is, they're going to be saying what you can't. <laughs> They—they—that's they, the law shapes like what you're allowed to do and not allowed to do. So, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, now let's just say fuck the law. Which many, fuck the Lao. yeah, many libertarians and anarchists <laughs> do say that, and they
3: no, and like, regular people. But, <laughs> well, you know, you, know, you know, I would say that regular I, I people. Would say that <laughs> We're not regular people. No.
1: I would say that I'm personally pro-life, but I'm politically pro-choice. Meaning that, you know, it's, it's my opinion that, you know, I think abortion's uh, an ugly thing. I believe it to be murder. But, you know, that, that's an opinion. I think more women should have abortions. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it, well, I, like, I, like I, I think it's about uh, Phil Proctor. Would you say yeah. that if you, If they can pay for it themselves. <laughs> Phil Proctor, do you believe in the right to life? To... The right to life.
2: In utero or out of I don't utero? Th- no, I don't
3: think anyone has the right to life. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you already have life. You know what I mean? You have the right to keep living. Uh, no, is man, that what you mean? I mean, somebody, somebody you, okay. doesn't have the right to kill you. What do you mean by you. right to life?
1: Yeah, in, in other words, somebody doesn't have the right to kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. They're the right to life. Well, that's why yeah. I
2: asked in utero or yeah. out of utero. Well, yeah,
1: but but, but then th- then there's the whole thing of, of, uh, <laughs> of uh, like, where does life begin? Just kidding. You know, th- th- like, that's where everybody has an argument, you know, like, like per se. Well, Survivability so, well, no. outside of the womb.
5: Nope. Okay. Well, well then, then, by your logic, we should kill everyone who's on life support because they're not really alive, right? That's who's just, paying
1: for that
2: electricity I mean, running uh, that breathing machine? The individual. Oh,
5: okay, right. I'm just saying no. But my thing is like here, I'm probably the most pro-life person at all. Life, life begins at conception. In the world, I'm not in the world. But, <laughs> uh, like, uh, like life begins but at, con- w- at conception. Why I do mean, you say that though? Because any any other any other point of of deviation besides that is arbitrary. It's it's well when the heart first beats. Okay, well what about brain activity? Because when you start when you start going down that path of well what you can go the other really direction. alive. You can, go,
2: you can go the other direction too.
5: Okay, you you every sperm. sperm is sacred. <laughs> it's not life. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a part. Well, of it's me. alive. It's mine, but it's not a human life. But human what life makes it is a it human life? Though? Biologically, where you, you draw that DNA. line? There's no the lines in biology. It's of DNA. It mixes with the it mixes with the egg. But that's so, arbitrary. So once, once everything's arbitrary. Everything is arbitrary. It's not arbitrary because that's the that's the point of when two become one. It's, it's I mean you, it's it's unscientifically one, what? undeniable. One what? Sounds one like one. philosophy, person. not not, you not but Bi- biology. But your, your
3: your definition of person is still arbitrary. No, like it's ultimately, it's going to be arbitrary. The question is the question is okay.
5: All right, I'll, I'll follow your logic. Go on.
3: Yeah. So to, to me, the question is more of a, a pro, uh, a, well, I mean, everything comes down to private property, right? So like, mm-hmm. you have the property of the baby. Or, or not the baby, the the it's not a baby yet, the the fetus or the potential fetus or whatever the zygote is everyone wants to call it, whatever you want to call it, versus the uh, the the private property of the woman that's carrying that. Mm -hmm. So you have this conflict of property
5: rights going on. What's the conflict? Well, the conflict Conflict arises is you chose to have a child.
3: Well, the conflict arises is when is that that life form entitled to to those property rights? Conception. But you have to make that argument.
5: You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just made it. That's not an argument. that's <laughs> <laughs> not an argument. Saying that when, when it forms its own DNA and it, it's combined I mean, and it's been fertilized, the eggs been fertilized and everything mm-hmm. else. Now I'm not okay, but see, I'll, I'm willing to say all this stuff. Like I'm extremely pro-life, but I'm if it's gonna kill the mother and it's it's there's medical reasons for it, I'm all for it. I mean, if there's medical reasons like it's gonna kill the mother, kill the baby, what that that's not that's a conflict. That's the true conflict of property rights. But you know. I will say this. I, I'm also extremely against the, the war on drugs. I mean, so I look at it the same way. I make that same argument where a lot of pro-life people won't do that. I know that making a law won't change anything. Yeah, but the thing is now, if you but – but Hold on,
3: hold on. But the thing is – the the weird thing is, though, if you say abortion is murder and murder's illegal and you allow the state to – enforce, like you're okay with the state enforcing murder to be illegal, right? As long as we live under statism, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go and advocate for like murder to be legalized, would you?
5: In this, in this circumstance, in this, in this paradigm that we live in, in this paradigm, yes, murder when it's two parties, in two individuals, you know, Or adults or you know, well, yeah. So you're saying like when there's 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 a victim and the perpetrator, yeah, But, but 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 but. Cheers. There's also this. There's an element to this that I know. Like I'm also against people doing heroin, but, but I also on, don't. Want to you're state getting. State
3: you're sort of getting away from my point here, which is what, what is happening. I don't know. There's a, um, I just. <laughs> oh, I don't, yeah. settle down, Gerald. My my point is. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, my point is, we have to have another classification then for abortion being murder that isn't called murder, because if you just say abortion's murder. And murder's illegal. Then you want but abortion see, to be illegal. illegal. That is a legal what he term. wants. That it's is al- what
4: you want. That,
5: that's Wait, what, you we're, that's no,
4: no, what we're
3: talking about. It's no, no, the no. law. What law wanna, do you I want? So but saying, you I don't want a law. law. So then we can't because, call it okay, murder. Okay. Because
5: here, 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 there's right, no can't uh, call it murder. Here's the idea. Okay, let me let me say this. You got don't just let me let me talk. Okay, okay. So there's a show my wife watches, and it's called How to Get Away with Murder. I don't know if anyone else has seen it. Heard of it? I my wife watched it, and so in one of the previews of it. This woman was saying, like, she was hiding her pregnancy. She said she didn't want to tell her father that she was pregnant, so she made up the excuse that she had an abortion because she was so afraid to tell her father that she was pregnant. And if you step back and you think about that, that's where we are as culture, society, whatever you want to call it, where a person was so afraid to to admit that they were going to have a baby that they'd rather lie and say that they killed killed or they ended the pregnancy. Wouldn't that eventually, that lie, become exposed when she had the baby? That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying, like, she would rather have said she killed something than opposed to saying that she was giving life. That's where we're at. And I feel like it's so much ingrained in society as a right and as, like, I mean, think about it. If you made it, like, flip the switch, made it illegal starting tomorrow, how many riots and... Because, you know, it's such a sacred so you're being, cow. You're kind it's such of being a sacred like a, cow. You're, you're being kind of a consequentialist then. In essence, I guess. Yeah. In essence. So you're, you're being a... Co- it's just like, personally to a me, I, I'm like a no. little bit more extreme version of what Matt was saying. Was that, like, personally, I think it's abhorrent. And I think it's it, it's on multiple levels. It, it's, a, it's a symbol that you went ahead and did something and don't like the consequences of it. But you chose to partake in the actions of it. Doesn't and matter. It that, woman's, that woman's See,
2: rights trumps all that shit. Doesn't matter. How? Her,
5: her the men's rights, the it, father's it, rights. It's
2: when that that baby's inside of her, man. It, it's it's inside okay. her body. Yeah, I, I mean, that. I understand, yeah, I mean, but if you
1: chose, like, like, I mean, like, it's her country. You know, her body's her country. Yeah, that's the problem with yeah. it. You have a
0: person inside property. of a person. That's what I was talking about. With so, Kyle, Kyle, it, Kyle I,
1: I'm the, not so sure you're ready to talk about property ownership, Kyle.
4: I'm not talking about property ownership. And I was actually going to say, I don't like how libertarians, we always try to put everything in context of property when we're talking about people. Because that's all there is, baby. It makes so much it, sense, dude. It doesn't make sense to talk about people in terms of like property rights. Well, you, you know? own yourself. If you're free, you own yourself. Yeah, but, I mean, you say you own yourself, and then I list off ten things you're not allowed to do in, yeah, a, and, and in I, society, and, and, and it's hence, like, hence I'm saying all you're you are not free. Right. Well, I mean, I think we need some of those restrictions. I think they're important, and even if you're going to talk about property rights, like, you need to be restricted from infringing on other people's property rights. Yeah, so right. you're, you're, not a, you're not That's a not The NAP is all in line with this Well, the point is, you're not 100% sovereign, you're not 100% self-owner, because there are limits on what you can and can't do so you
3: own yourself insofar as the 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 ownership of everyone else is respected
4: Yeah. now you're 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 putting limits on the ownership fine there is limits
3: on it yes no one no one disputes that so no no rational person what what does it
4: really mean if if all of a sudden you can be restricted by society and you're not allowed to do this and not allowed to go here not allowed to go there and that's how it is in society like you know, you have to follow the rules. I mean, it's fine. There's, there's nothing that says like
3: libertarian, therefore, no restrictions on anything. Like that's not. We're not libertines. You know, we're not libertines. We're libertarians. Yeah. You know, um, but sort of putting a, if we could put a bow on this, on this topic, um, at least my position on this is it's, it's so much of a gray area that I don't want the state involved at all. I want it to be up to the individual. And, you know, I society, society can it. seem fit to judge the individual. And there can be consequences of that, depending on the society that that person lives in. But it's just not as black and white as, I think, both sides try to make it. So, therefore... I can't pass judgment. I can't...
4: That's de facto I, pro-choice, because if you don't want a law restricting it, people are going to have abortions. Fine. I
5: mean, whatever... People we'll never, have abortions anyway. If you want
3: to call it pro-choice, then fine, but I'm not necessarily... Yeah, it's going to happen. I'm not necessarily pro-abortion. Yeah, you know? yeah I, I and I'm understand I'm not, not necessarily pro-life either. Yeah. Like, right. I, but, I'm just like, I'm agnostic on the issue, because...
2: You don't have a uterus, man.
3: Well... <laughs> I mean that's besides
2: do you know the
5: that? fact,
4: but well, it, everybody likes to say like personally I'm not this or personally I am that. But I mean politically, we're talking well, about politics. What but politically, matters?
5: Yeah, politically. What matters I is. I, like that's why wall. I don't like saying that.
4: Politically,
3: I, I would say there should not be. A, I, I guess politically, I am pro-choice.
4: Yeah, I would say so too. Um, I'd say you are. I guess I am too,
2: because. Yeah, you know. but well, I, I, well,
5: in actuality, you probably say we're all crazies because we're all pretty much. You just
2: handcaps. don't want the state the state giving money to Planned Parenthood,
5: That's <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I mean,
4: well, I think we're all in agreement on that. Nobody, yeah, nobody wants taxing oh, no, because that's no. even doubly offensive <laughs> yeah. to somebody that's that's strongly pro life, and now you're going to tax them and use their money to pay for abortions, and they're just going nuts. You yeah. know, they're going look, this is completely against what I believe in.
3: Well, the the other thing about Planned Parenthood is they're able to smuggle in the fact that like they pay for like some like pap smears and like bre- breast exams yeah. and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, they're
4: like that money's not <laughs> used for abortion. They but, it's say that, but it's funny because like, it's, it's like, all so, one bank so, so, account. So yeah, but sure, so like
5: if you it's if, an
3: abortion if, factory. So like if you oppose, yes. <laughs> you know, so like if you morally oppose abortions, which is within your right, you know, it's your money yeah. that's being that's being stolen to use for that. You know, then it, all of a sudden it's like, you don't want women to get breast exams. It's like, no, I just.
5: Yeah, no, can, no. Can
4: we talk about you, how Orwellian that term is, Planned Parenthood? And yeah. It's like you go in there to have an abortion.
5: When 90, listen, 97% of the people who yeah, use, who weird, use right? 97% of the people who use Planned Parenthood have abortion. 97%. Wow. And it's funny cuz on the there the, the, it came up suggested on pro, on Facebook the suggested ad for it it showed uh I guess one of the main ads was saying that oh this isn't just a women's facility this is a men's facility too and it had a a, a woman doctor showing around a man the the the, the clinic hmm I'm like, what is the man doing I don't know. <laughs> it says it's, it's not just for women. Is it a sperm drop, bank now? Dropping off
2: his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah.
5: Probably. Like, here's the cafeteria while you wait. Nobody's to excited to be there. It's like, yay, abortion day. It's not like, <laughs>
2: it's so not a weird. good time.
4: Uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. Good, good question. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Listener, to uh, uh, Harsa. Um, um, all right. Let's move on to Kanye.
1: Oh, wow. Topic number two. He was, he was a topic
3: last week, too, but uh, some new. New things have happened, and uh, so Kanye was on a. Uh, he was being interviewed by TMZ, you know, a notable news source. <laughs> but but uh, it was a live interview, so we can we can know it's not fake news. And on this interview, he, and I'm going to paraphrase because I, I don't have the quote in front of me, but basically was saying that slavery, in a sense, was a choice. Um. The slavery that was suffered by African Americans for four hundred years in uh, in America was a choice. And he pissed some people off. He pissed some people off. Some. (laughs) And my whole take on it is: first of all, he was wrong about that, to a degree. Now, as uh, JG will probably talk about later on the After Hours podcast, Frederick Douglass spoke about how slavery was in addition to being a physical thing it was also a mental thing yeah you know the slaves were sort of indoctrinated into sort of believing that like you know it was biblical th- there were all sorts of things uh well you know just the fact that like in order to be to have a a society with wealth there had to be slavery and they were playing that role and so then it was therefore good you know in a sense
4: to, um, like, that it was actually voluntary, and if they, you had said to them, hey, you're free to go, they wouldn't go, because that was all they knew. Right. And, okay, I don't want to derail it, so let's keep...
3: But, yeah, that's essentially what, what
5: Frederick Douglass was saying in some of his quotes. Um, well, there was also definitely a debate, like, where a lot of slaves would feel that their... Ma- like, when in when they intermingle with each other it's like slaves different households and stuff like that they intermingle that and they would also frederick, use
2: that was the frederick Douglass quote yeah, yeah and they
5: would also use like well my master is richer than your master right like that's how like that's how sometimes they would talk and you can read oh, this wow. in manuscripts Stockholm and letters Syndrome. and everything else too like and it's crazy to think like wow that's almost like how it's like nationalism today when we're like oh well you know our you know, like our, you know, at least we're not like North Korea. But hey, that's, that's where I was yeah. going to
4: take it to statism and yeah. say, you know, uh, libertarians will say like we are essentially mentally conditioned to, um, you know, supporting the state. And I, I can, I, I, I can see that. And nope. uh, you know, and I came to my statism essentially by being like, okay, I think we actually need this thing, you know. But I understand, you know, the option is, hey, we can mentally withdraw our support and say. You know, no one, no one has power over me. I'm, you know, basically an anarchist, and that's what anarchists have done. They said, they've said, I'm sovereign. No one rules me, and mm-hmm. you know,
5: oh, I admit people do rule me. They shouldn't. but they do. It doesn't, doesn't count. There's a,
3: there's a kind of a consequentialism involved where it's like, you know, if I decide not to pay my taxes, which I can do physically,
4: mm-hmm.
3: the quants, the quants, the consequence is that I'm going to end up in jail. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I have to sort of weigh the cost-benefit analysis. And, I mean, when it comes to slavery, I mean, we just don't—we don't know what—you know, we don't—we weren't in their shoes. We don't know whether it was like, well, maybe they should have just ran away. Or, like, they were indoctrinated not to run away, so it was a completely it, mental thing. They
4: certainly couldn't just run away. Right. I mean, because they knew that they were going to be pursued by law enforcement right. and, and physically punished if they did that. Exactly. And, um you know, I, I don't know— Exactly what things were like back then, because yeah. I've seen the Hollywoodized version, the Django Unchained, um, Ruth,
2: read are kind of slave narratives out there. Read those. It, it's <laughs> it was horrific. It was not voluntary. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sure yeah. it
4: wasn't no, voluntary. No, no, no. Of course not. Um I'm
3: saying you know, I think the point that he was trying to make though, and he, uh, and I don't think his word choice was very good, but that's notoriously Kanye is. Not choosing the words correctly, but he was trying to t- to relate it to sort of modern day slavery with with a quotation strong quotation mark around slavery, in the sense of like the fact that you know the Democrat Party has convinced um, minorities. Oh, yeah,
4: that's because that's
3: what he went on to talk about was the fact that the Democratic Party has convinced minorities that unless you vote for us, you know, you're not you know voting in your best interest you're not you're voting for the racist party oh yeah <laughs> you know yeah you and that that stuff is true now did he have to go and make an analogy to actual slavery Pro- probably not a good idea to do yeah. that and that's obviously what everyone's focusing on in this interview but and I didn't listen to the entire thing but from what I did listen to he's just making the point that like look it's okay for you to support even to support somebody like Donald Trump. Now, you know, I would disagree with you personally for supporting him, whether you're white, black, yellow, or brown, mm-hmm. you know? But, uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just saying, though, as a, as a Jew, though, you would still have <laughs> supported him over Hillary though, right?
3: I mean, if you put a gun in my head... <laughs>
1: I'd say pull the trigger. Yeah, if I put a guy...
3: I mean, we're talking about like marginal. We're talking about the the law of marginal utility.
1: I, I would have I would have picked him over Hillary because it's like, you know, we've already I want a had a diarrhea sandwich. I mean, or I would have a constipation
2: the turd
0: sandwich. I <laughs> mean,
1: like we like I what said What do you want?
2: What's that?
1: No, yeah. no, exactly because you, you've already had the one. Still a shit sandwich. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you've already. Yeah, had the I would have rolled the like, dice
3: on non-interventionism. Yeah, and it, I would have rolled that dice, then, knowing yes, that, that I'd probably was, come up snake eyes. That's well, yeah, Jill it, Stein
1: but, or Bernie Sanders. Yeah, and then and then you, you get yeah. to see you get to see both the Republican establishment and the Democratic establishment. Get, well, dude, like, I would totally rather butthurt, have Jill Stein you know?
3: or Bernie Sanders over Hillary Clinton, even yeah. though they're both like committed socialists, economic retard. Because yeah. I yeah. don't think I don't I don't think their socialist policies would come to fruition, and I think their anti-war stuff probably would, to a degree, maybe, would have yeah. more hope. Three yeah, but, horrible so, choices right there. It's the, a the, terrible but place to be. their anti-war,
5: day. their anti-war, uh, the whole reason for anti-war wasn't because it's immoral, it was, well, we could be spending that money on social services here, we should be spending that on free healthcare and I'd still rather college have that fight, because that's, I think Joe that's Stein was fewer actually dead bodies that way. That's true. I mean, she may. I'm, I'm, I was referring to Bernie Sanders, but yeah, she was I don't think well, she seemed more Sanders
3: Has been pro war at times in his life, but I think with like the new sort of backing he's getting from the the socialist caucuses or whatever, he sort of swung back to the anti war. Just yeah. Oh yeah. I we'll we'll take Cox. that money and spend it on other shit. With you know inside and the healthcare. country. Yeah.
4: Just um,
2: better, but no. Not it's it's interesting.
4: It's interesting <laughs> that Kanye is like leading the uh, national discussion in, in, uh, it's like on whatever. Great dragon discussion. energy, you can't it, contain it. It's actually a very interesting point. Talking about um, black people and and yeah. their their loyalty to the Democratic Party, and Trump tried to make that point when he was running. He was like, "Hey, what have you they know? What you? have they done for you lately? You know, look at look, look at, at Baltimore uh, City. Look at Baltimore City. Look at Chicago. You yeah. know, we just." Um, our murders are through the roof, you know. Right. Their incarceration rates are really high. Poverty is yeah. um, bad. Look at Detroit. So, yeah, look at the cities that the Democrats control, roll. and they're a mess. So, Flint, Michigan. You know, at some point. Right. Unfortunately, you know, you, you're in that left-right uh. paradigm where your option is Republicans. So right. it's you're just not. very, very difficult. Right. But I think as Libertarians, there's an opportunity there for us to be like, hey, you know, Look what we offer. Look what we bring to the table. We can, so we can we can be that uh, that uh option. Yeah. I mean it's 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 on a silver platter well, for that's, us, but and we that's just what it was part, this we,
5: last election was absolutely I mean you could have gotten at least ten million votes. I, I was convinced, yeah. I was like, dude, this is the this is the time, man. And then they just it was just blunder after blunder. Yeah, Gary's blunder. Yeah. Yeah. So and I vote? was just like, this isn't like this isn't Honestly, I don't even
3: know if it was the blunder. I think it was just the Wishy-washy, milk toast
5: bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like and, it wasn't coming out saying absolutely. Yeah, but I feel like, it, and then it was, and then it became like this this situation where it's like, oh my god, I only have to choose between Trump and Hillary, and then everyone was in their own camp, being like, no, anyone but Hillary or anyone but Trump. It, it became that scenario, and instead of looking at third party, you know, it just it fell flat. You know, the, the Libertarian Party wasn't aggressive enough. And who they put well, forward?
4: It's who we got. I mean, that's the thing, and that's where I've I've shifted my efforts is just trying to work with the party, work with the LP, and try to make it better. I don't, you know, obviously You're trying pe- to
5: make the LP great again. I'm right? trying to make the LP, <laughs> yeah, or
4: or great. Period. But I would love, to,
5: yeah, was it ever really
4: you great? know, I would love for to, once, maybe by Paul
2: Rand in '88. I,
4: I would love to see it. Yeah, we've had Ron Paul and, and uh Harry Brown was an awesome candidate too. So they've had sure. great candidates. That's the first yeah.
2: uh, presidential election I voted in, I voted. For for Harry Brown,
4: yeah, he was great. So I mean, uh, it's just we're small, we're disorganized, and um, our candidates haven't been that great, and so we've blown these opportunities to actually get people out of the left-right paradigm by being that third option. So, oh, um,
3: sorry, <laughs> got a little distracted.
4: I was just, I was just saying, you know, yeah. I wish we could get our shit together. Basically, that's what I was. Saying. Yeah, I'm with I get you.
3: It. Yeah, I mean, look, hey, uh, you know, even though I'm an anarchist, like. I'm not opposed I'm, to political What does that say
2: anything? I'm not that opposed
3: does. to effective political action, you know. No. That's, that's yeah, I'm not like multiple vectors. Well, I, we I have see it as do. multiple vectors. Is this a cock
5: ring? Right, that's, yeah, exactly, multiple for vectors. For some people anyways. Yeah. Like I agree like it and, and should I, be I, full front like I be like just uh, on all fronts. Like right. it should be, you know, attacking, spreading the lo- the message of liberty.
4: Well, it is a political struggle. I've been trying to make that point. You know, we have if we want small government, you know, you have to actually win elections to achieve that goal. Like it- I'm trying to reorient the movement, or I want the movement to orient towards politics, political party, and it- either go the Republican Liberty Caucus or go for the LP. But like we have to get off the couch, out of our houses, and actually like vote and and try to get votes and try to win mm. these things. This- that's this- that's the struggle of politics it's an endless struggle like it's even if you win an election like there's another election in two years it's all it's a constant endless struggle to to win and you it's look real. at history like there'll be a revolution there'll be a war and then it's right back into the politics it's it's just the human nature is to form these groups and to struggle for power mm. sad
5: but i feel like that's only because <laughs> we've been preconditioned to have a state so therefore we feel like we have to have a state so we have to use political well, means where as opposed to just live it like lessons in life you know teaching children you know that the state's not the answer state isn't you know we send the kids to government schools to teach them that government's good and it's just an endless cycle that way i feel like you know most people can't accomplish anything without having a state solution at least introducing a state solution where i feel like Liberty, yeah, it can have a state solution, but I feel like that's more of a platform to spread the message. And I feel like we have to do more on all fronts. And like I, te- like I, you know, I have three kids, and I do everything I can to not like not blatantly teach them, but they see a lot of they see a lot of agorism at home. They see, you know, they don't know what it is, but they they see stuff. I mean, they you know, it's not anything like bad. You're indoctrinating them. Yeah, so I'm not gonna talk about it, but it's like it's nothing it's nothing that would you know hurting anybody or anything else like that but it's just like seeing the elements of that also i have a lot of books that i've been buying and, and stuff like that so eventually they'll be able to read that and just just simple things i feel like it's also a generational struggle it's like we got to start with the kids we got to start when they're younger i mean shit half the people that i know like were like yeah i wasn't in my 20s or my 30s before i became a libertarian or have that, that, that any type of feelings the, of but liberty. the problem
3: is the problem is the state has control over, over our kids yeah, I know it is, and, it and sucks. that's why I think Arvin's struggle is like one of the most important. You, and you maybe could, it's not going about the other the, the correct way in in some of our opinions, but
4: yeah, you um, can tell your kids otherwise than what they learn in school, and a, lot of, a lot, lot of school yeah, you is have to not count,
3: you have to count on kids or parents. You have to count on parents to do that, but. The they problem don't. is when you start – when the government starts providing things – Yeah, it's a daycare. You know, the, it, it's a daycare well, for people. Well, it's a daycare, and like, then you have things like the fact that you know charity isn't as effective in this country as it could be is because people are so reliant on welfare and, and reliant on the government to provide <laughs> these things instead of reorienting their, their
5: paradigm to like understand, like, oh – That's is, funny because even at that, like, we're still the most charitable nation in the world.
3: That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not, that. Like, but I
0: agree with what you're I'm saying. I'm not knocking our charity thing, but it's no, like there's still this mentality
3: of like, oh, well, if the government doesn't provide it, right. who's going to provide it? You yeah, know? there's
4: definitely that mentality. And I think
3: with like with like uh, education, that's strong. That's strong amongst yep. people is like, well, I mean, I look, I pay for my kids to get educated. It's not my job.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'll
3: teach them how to like clean their room and like do the dishes and shit like that. But like. Am I really going to educate them about, like, philosophy or, like, politics or any well,
4: of that shit? They often don't know themselves any different. The parents. You're not, I mean, if you're talking about a libertarian the parent, that's they're the going yeah. to teach their own worldview. But you
3: have to break the cycle. We have to break the cycle somehow. And that's reaching out to adults trying to convince them of what we're talking about
4: and then hopefully
3: we catch them before they've had too many kids i mean you can can always educate their kids you can always
4: talk you know like look at ron paul you know i didn't know this stuff before i was an adult when he ran for office and when i heard him talk and i heard i thought about those ideas they made sense to me and i became you know a libertarian
3: but but you're a different person than most people
4: yeah, but like, he convinced – he reached a lot of people. Well, he not, did. But a lot of people weren't paying any attention, never heard what he was saying. Well, yeah, a lot of people heard what he was saying I'm not and saying that Ron Paul's
3: – like, we shouldn't have any more Ron Paul's. Like, obviously, right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's a strong force that we're fighting against when it comes to state education.
4: Yeah. You know? No, I, I agree with you. I, I I don't think we disagree here. You're saying reach out to adults. I'm also saying reach out to adults and, yeah. you know, talk to them about our philosophy, our, which that's the thing, which are different philosophies. You know, I'm coming from a limited government perspective. But I think
5: yeah, that's valuable, but, too. I mean, yeah. I, think, I think that's very valuable. I'd be happy with that. But, I mean, whether you're
3: coming at it from a consequentialist or, like, a deontological perspective or both, a combination of both, which is kind of where I come from. Um, I don't know that it... I mean, isn't
1: living in government just, like, chasing the dragon? (laughs) I'd say just Uh, as much as chasing energy.
5: Let
3: me finish. finish. I I don't think... I mean, yes, it does matter in, in some sense, but compared to where we're at right now, I don't think it's that important, as far as what we're talking about. As far as, like, educating your children, like, if you teach your children, like, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't, you know, aggress against others, and whether you come at it from, like, the consequentialist version of, like, you know, do unto others as you want them done unto you, or like, you know, we'll have a better economy if you like don't steal from
4: people. Like,
3: wh- however you want to come at it, it's <laughs> such like... <laughs> a funny thing to say to a, a
4: nine-year-old. <laughs> the economy will be better if you don't, <laughs> if you don't rob the businesses so, okay, around I think us from
3: like that perspective. Yeah, I it, know but, that's a, but uh, whatever it is, like, you know, mm. it, it's all compared to what we have now. It's all better. Like, whatever, whichever what route you want to go right now, I don't care personally. So, all right. Uh, I guess since we're talking about politics, you there's... had a great segue there with
5: Arvin. I was hoping you could. almost said it. segue. I know. But well, I was... I was on a segue, and then you just cut me off. Uh, my bad. <laughs> so, anyway, speaking of politics,
3: Arvin uh, versus Josh Smith is a thing. <coughs> Somebody talk about this because I don't know. What it... Okay. Yeah. So I got I-,
5: I don't understand. Like I haven't seen any of Arvin's posts lately. Um, Probably got blocked, man. I don't understand. Like, actually, I
4: haven't seen. I haven't either. But I don't know. I don't. I don't have Arvin favorited on my Facebook. He's got
5: a. He has a public account and then a private account. And okay. like, so I've added him on his private account. Have, he hasn't added me. This apparently that's where he's posting this stuff. But hey, he said the other day. I'm just going to read it out. It's kind of long. But um, it says Joshua Smith takes spineless spinelessness to an even higher level. Studious, studious about only saying things that won't upset Democrats. He can't even bring himself to openly oppose the existence of government schools, tax-funded schools, and other forms of educational welfare. He'll talk about ending the Federal Department of Education, which is the tiniest part of government spending on education, in quotations, but he, but he won't say anything about the state sacred cow, government schools. If he were some, some wet-behind-the-ears candidate running for county council in some New England state, that would be one thing, but as national chair hell no. And I thought that was really aggressive on Arvin's part. Yeah, he, and I, I kind of agree with it to a certain extent because I uh, really like Josh.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, tol- yeah, yeah, I totally agree with it. And, and, and you know, I, I like Joshua Smith, but I lo- fucking love Arvin. Yeah, he, he's gotten very aggressive on the
4: public schools thing. You know, he's calling out candidates and he's saying, um, you know, if you if you don't oppose public schools, what are you doing as an L- a libertarian candidate? So, um you know, technically, uh, the platform um, calls for privatization of education. I support privatization of education. You, I don't you, you really. You support educational anarchy. I wouldn't call it educational anarchy because I don't think privatization is anarchy. But uh, I think privatization is a legal institution. But I would say private schools. You know, I support private schools. I, I don't agree with uh, I guess the the venom with which Arvin talks. Uh, I. I I don't know, but I I am not. This isn't the age of consent debate. This is public schools, and, <laughs> and I, you know, I agree with Arvin that the public schools are a problem. They're, uh, they've failed a lot of kids. They are very very expensive. Our taxes are very high. People that don't have any kids are having to pay for schools. People that use yeah. private schools are having to pay for public schools, so yep. they don't even they're they're actually paying double. They're to paying mean, they're private paying for tuition. a better society, bro. And the, their
2: arguments always they <laughs> just need a, they just need more money. We just need yeah. more, money. It, well, and more money, and it, that's it's always. that's always the fix. But hold on, hold
3: on. If we got to protest guns, we can bust people. Bust a whole bunch of children to D.C. for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they we wait, got money for that.
4: They waste money, and then you know you see things like the Baltimore City schools. They have like no heat, and the kids are freezing in there. And it's
5: just like, like anything. But you have a superintendent that makes like three hundred grand a right. year. Like anything, <laughs> uh, who who got caught <laughs> shitting on the fields <laughs> of the school? <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was Jersey. Yeah, you, okay. Well, you have to tell the
4: story now that you've brought it up. <laughs> well,
5: I, the quick, quick thing is the superintendent got arrested the other day because apparently there was some phantom. Shitter, <laughs> just <laughs> shitting on tracks of high schools and like on the fields, whatever. Well, I think it was just one high school. It was, a it was ro- just one, I it thought was, it
2: was multiple. It was a repeat shitter.
5: Yeah, I, I thought it was
2: multiple times
5: on one track. Okay, there you go. All right, cool. <laughs> it was, yeah. So it's it's funny thing. It's like, dude, this like I, I didn't even I didn't even click the article. I said that's just that's just fucking dumb. Like, so I didn't see what his motive was, but it's just it's just funny. Like we're here it, talking. About was he, yeah. a, was he
4: a janitorial worker?
2: No, no, he was a superintendent.
5: superintendent, dude, of the county or the region. Or whatever oh, the right. hell it is. I gotta look this up. Look I, this up, dude! I swear <laughs> to God, like this is a real article. I'll look it up later. But, but back, anyway, but back back to Joshua Smith versus Arvin. Like, I feel like politically, those two are very much on point, like with everything. And I, we were discussing about this in the group chat, where I was like, I'm pretty sure that they're both principled and caps. I guess, like, yeah, Josh
4: they, is an and cap.
5: So I feel like they agree on everything. It's just. Josh is kind of I mean, he's doing the political thing like and the political thing isn't popular to say, hey, yeah, government yeah. and government schools, you bunch of welfare whores yeah, like well, Arvin will say. Yeah,
1: I mean, Arvin's fucking punk rock, dude. I, so I, I mean, love Arvin. Yeah. Like, I, like, I'm,
5: like I even said, man, well, I'm, try- been on the
1: podcast, I'm so. trying yeah. to get
5: my Arvin for Senate, uh, you know, uh, lawn sign to put in front of my house. Like, that's one of the reasons don't libertarians don't get out. elected, though.
1: Um, what was that? That's a tough sell. Arvin, maybe, maybe. I mean, but it, at, the, at the same it, time, maybe there's a bunch of people not participating in the system because they're not hearing anybody like Arvin speaking.
2: Maybe, but to the majority of That's people, you say people. in public schools, and you know, they may be, they may agree that public schools are horribly wasteful, but they. They can't imagine. But here's the
3: thing, though. Here's the thing about Arvin that's a world interesting. Without public schools. No homo, but, like, he's a good-looking guy, right? And he's got, like, a good voice. Dude, oh, that sounded speaks. pretty
1: homo to me. I know. No. That's why I had a preface with no I'll homo. I'll say total homo. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: bang him. Like, what? <laughs> no. Total homo, bro.
1: Uh-oh, dude. Uh-oh. But
3: seriously, this guy, most of the people saying this kind of shit, you look at him and they look like, what? who's the dude that ran for... <laughs> who's the dude that... Who, are the, who ran for LP?
4: For... Uh, the
3: weird-looking uh, guy the the anarchist
4: the guy with the boot on his head
3: no 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 for the, for the LP against like Gary Johnson
4: um well there was who oh uh, Daryl Perry Daryl Perry oh, you have Perry, a guy okay. that looks
3: like Daryl Perry that's saying like the same shit he's got and the it's long like, hair he just looks like a I'm sorry if he's out there listening sorry dude but like Arvin's like look like Cap Obama but like Arvin's like uh you know just like good looking <laughs> dude has a good voice. A good communicator.
1: <laughs> like Yeah, but well, what if Daryl Perry listens to our podcast and he's just, like, stroking his cock the entire time and, oh you, just, like, and you just, like, ruined his thing?
3: I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, re- I'm really, I'm really okay, okay with that. <laughs> We're not interested in that at all. No, I know what you're saying. You he's, say very, like, he's
4: very clean-cut, professional-looking, and um, yeah, and like at the talks, same time, very radical in the way he talks. Yes,
3: but, you know, hey, what if that can actually do something? Like...
0: Well, you
5: know, like uh, I was going to say, like he he says the same things that Joshua Smith says, but he just he distills it way down. Of course, of course, and like Joshua Smith will say what the the unintended consequences of of what his principles are is what Arvin says. Like, when you say, well, government schooling is awful, it's bad, it shouldn't be, you know, no one should send their kids to school, you pay for your own You pay for your own kids, you had the kids, it's your responsibility, you pay for them. If not, you're using welfare. Which is a blunt way of saying essentially what any ANCAP would say, which is what Joshua Smith is.
4: Yeah, public schools are middle class welfare. Have you ever heard that saying? Well, from Arvin, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, he's not the only one that said that. I've heard that before. Well, you know I mean? I've, you know, I've heard Arvin say it. It's hard to find a parent that's, you know, parents, they're strong already struggling to make ends meet they have two or three kids and they're going you know I I need this you know my kids are I need this I need them out of the house they're also not taking it
1: sounds like you're being a rape apologist
4: (laughs) no I'm not (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, no I'm in agreement I said with the private schools and I'm surprised that uh, Josh Josh Smith hasn't um, said that because I think I'm sure that's his position if he's an ANCAP Mm -hmm. you know if you have no government, you can't have government schools. Um, well, maybe
3: uh, what wasn't wasn't Arvin calling him a coward for not? He said he spine he took
5: spinelessness to a next level. That's, it, wow. Yeah. 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 So so uh, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle
1: I, I'm just curious, Kyle, being the statesman that you are, um, what what do you think between like Arvin Vora and Joshua Smith, who would you choose if if those were your only two choices?
4: Uh, I got to go with Joshua Smith on that one, just because I I think. Arvin is more interested in getting a rise out of people. You know, then he, he kinda he you ever heard that saying like you catch more flies with honey than with uh, vinegar. Vinegar. Yeah, yeah We say that he, all the time. He really yeah, well, I mean, he really like, likes like, to like push people's buttons. And I I don't agree with that as a political <laughs> <laughs> tactic. He's a troll. He's a troll. and, that, and if you want to be don't get a elected. low level troll Donald Trump if you want to like be it. a troll, that's okay, but don't <laughs> yeah, don't well, do it when you're the lead a leader of yeah, the but libertarian. Dude, Donald party. Trump, bro. Yeah, he's not even like that really. Well, I
1: mean, I mean, well,
3: well, I mean, he's appealing to a specific demographic. Yeah. And so it, is Arvin, but Arvin's demographic
4: isn't as
3: big as. Donald no, Trump's Trump's yeah, no
4: Trump, for whatever reason, makes it work better. I don't know how, but <laughs> no <it's>, one knows. <laughs> um, and, and well, Trump, I mean, the weird tr-
3: thing about Arvin's posts are he'll get a shit ton of likes, and then just the comments are all vitriol. Yeah. So it's like.
4: I don't know. Is he, you know, is he doing as bad as as you think he's doing? Like we're gonna find out in June, I think. Yes, <laughs> we are. Because right? he, he, you know, Sarwark was like, "I'm not gonna vote to remove him. You guys voted for this guy, and so he basically deferred to the delegates." Arvin kind of like,
5: I mean, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Nick so, kind of like, he threw his hands up. and Was like, yeah, "I'm done backing Arvin." Like he's he, like, "Arvin's on his own island now." Like I'm, I'm done. Which was a big deal for yeah. him to. I mean, I never saw the fallout from that though. It's so, it's weird. Like Arvin's like it's gone quiet on that front because I haven't seen much from him at all. Uh I mean I guess maybe it might just be the algorithms on Facebook, but like I haven't seen anything from him.
4: I think he's still posting. Last time I went I'm to sure his I'm sure he page, is. I'm just not seeing last it. Last
5: time I checked his page he had
4: like, you know, po- 10 posts a day or something ridiculous. So I don't I'm just maybe they're just not coming up in my feed. But we're going to see in uh, at the New Orleans convention, you know, if uh some one of Arvin's competitors wins. Yeah. Nollins, so.
1: ready? Next topic.
0: What's <laughs> up? We
4: got. I was just move saying Nollins. Okay, so, <laughs> all
1: right. So, what's up next? Um, I'm guessing this is you, Kyle. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I was here for the outline, like but, I mean, but I, I mean, yours. I had a bunch of rum, and then you know, I, I got really blazed, and then. But I'm uh. thinking this is you. What is this? Towson Town Festival.
0: Yeah,
4: we have a local festival um, here in a, in Towson, which is a town near where we're um, broadcasting from here. North of Baltimore. And north of Baltimore, yeah. And I went yesterday, and it's fun. It's like, you know, they have all the booths set good up, and they have Towson. live music, and they have beer and food and all that. Everybody's been to like a town festival kind of thing. But what wait,
1: I, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Philip Proctor said good jiu in Towson? I said good jiu-jitsu in Towson. Oh, so what,
2: what do we have going on out there? Just rights and BJJ.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we
2: teach jiu-jitsu there, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, so
1: so this is your school? This is my school, yes. And you're out in Towson? Yep.
2: We're in Towson. On Susquehanna Avenue.
1: You know, stomping grounds. Nice. Check we, it out. There you, got, there you go. So um, if you're listening and uh, you're, you're probably liberty-oriented, and if you happen to be into fucking... Uh, People Brazilian out. Jiu-Jitsu. I'm um, <laughs> you know, come come train with uh, Philip Proctor. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Philip, uh, I've heard you that you're a master sensei. <laughs> no. That's what I've heard. dude. No, I'm just I mean, a black belt. Okay, dude, just the black belt. just a black belt. Like, <laughs> yeah, <you know>, just. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Yeah. We'll rock on, dude. Rock so on okay, it's a Towson town festival. Sorry, sorry, Kyle.
0: Uh, uh, Yeah, so
4: I guess the one thing that really stuck out to me was I saw um, the Republican uh, club had a tent, the Democrat club had a tent, both tents had, you know, 10 people or so working them, and then a bunch of county executive candidates and gubernatorial candidates in Maryland had tents. Um, I met a, a Republican candidate. I couldn't um, there were too many people around the Democrat candidate I couldn't meet him but he had frisbees that they were giving out. They had given out hundreds of frisbees and his frisbees are flying around everywhere with his name on them and I was just thinking I was just it's thinking, gross. I was looking at, at it and I was frustrated <laughs> by the fact that you know the LP we can't afford that that festival it's like a thousand dollars for a table there. so not only can we not afford it we don't have the money to afford it Wait, and we how don't do you have not the,
3: have a thousand dollars.
4: That's a lot of money for one event like that. So you have to think how many people you're going to be engaged with how many do you have volunteers to work the table you have to get the materials and everything like that So like for us to spend a, as a county organization for us to spend a thousand dollars would be that's a significant amount of money. Damn. I did the Essex Day Fair, which was a hundred bucks. That's more reasonable. And we would rather do 10 festivals at $100 than one at 1000 Come to our beautest festival, man. Our beautest festival. So, But I guess my point is <laughs> sure, you know, like it <laughs> takes money, it takes volunteers. <laughs> the Dundalk Fest, bro. And, uh, and, and you have to like put your name out there. People have to be aware. Okay, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian. They have to see these options or they just aren't even aware of us. And it, I, I guess my whole point is just that I felt frustrated that we don't have the people or the resources to make that happen. Mm-hmm. um you know and it's disappointing but like that's what we have to do if we want to compete in this sphere we have to you know if you want to compete with the the big dogs you got to you have to do that kind of stuff you got to have frisbees flying around that say libertarian you know, and you have to have candidates in those races. Now, we don't even, we don't have candidates either. You know, so it's like, freedom no money, <laughs> no people, no candidates, no tents, no nothing. And uh,
2: We need freedom frisbees.
4: Other than that, it was a nice <laughs> day. Frisbees. But, you know, when when Republicans and, and Democrats are the only two options, those are who people are going to continually vote for.
1: Mm. Kyle, maybe if you gave Blumpkins to people who registered as libertarian. <laughs> Blumpkins? A bumpkin. A
3: He's got a point, dude. I mean, bunnies I mean, are a good sell.
1: Yeah, th- th- that might help. Who's <laughs> well, volunteering I'll, to do that? I will. Uh, I'll take it Well, note. How,
3: how important do you think it is to get <laughs> to get libertarians into the debate? Do you think that would sort of make it easier to do? Like, do you think it might be a top-down kind of it thing? They would fucking you know. Help.
4: We always are, it's like we're always begging for permission to be in the debate or whatever. I, I think that if you're growing, it gets to the point where they want you in the debate because you're such a force on the political scene. So you're saying Instead it has of, to
3: start at the, at the bottom and work well, its way up. You know,
4: get your voter registrations up to, and, and get your numbers up and, and actually get 15, 20% of the population. And then you're going to see a lot of people going, hey, why is my guy not in the debate? debate yeah. instead of like you shouldn't just be, be like they should be begging you they want you to be in the debate because you're a force you're a player on the scene right it shouldn't be us you know begging them to be like oh let us in your debate. You,
3: i mean do you think it's that or do you think it is like a i guess like a conspiracy no to i keep to keep it to keep out any dissenting voice because i mean they sue the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. I mean, they're both the parties of war. They're both the parties of the Federal Reserve. I mean,
4: we have to do better on our own. I don't think you can. You can look at the debate commission or look at the debates and say, "Hey, CNN, you should let us in your, let us in your stage." Like, I mean, be, a, be a force outside of right, them. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, you have the internet. You have no excuse for not being visible. Yeah. So, and I look at Larry Sharp, who I follow Larry Sharp, and Larry's constantly posting on Facebook, and he's constantly going to meetings, and he's constantly doing stuff. And Austin Peterson's the same way Mm -hmm. in Missouri. i I, constantly attending. Austin Peterson,
1: really? Do we have to go there? I I know
4: Matt hates Austin Peterson, but to Austin Peterson's credit, he's working. I mean, he's trying. You know, I don't know that he's going to win, but he is trying. He's
1: a Republican, dude. I know. Well okay. <laughs> so was Ron Paul, you know. Yeah, but he's Austin Peterson didn't even criticize Ron Paul. No. He's never a little I've bit. never I've
5: never no, okay, okay. Actually, I'll see that bit. to you guys. I never saw that. And I followed Austin a lot and I, I was behind him for the LP nomination and I never saw that. But I will if you guys say there was then I I'll I'll believe it, but I never saw it. Okay. <laughs> As Matt would say, I'm gay. I don't know. I'm coming around on. <laughs> I'm coming around on, There you go. <laughs> on AP a little bit.
3: Like gay. I still think he's kind of a douche. A little bit. But I don't of course know. he's a douche. Like, at, at this point, it, uh, I mean, of course he's a douche. But like, yeah. I don't know. At this point, it's like anybody that's gonna get out there and spread the message. Dude, like, he, there's a picture posted of him with a cowboy hat you, and a revolver the other day, we'll, and I'm like, well, we'll the thing about hold on, you, hold AP. on. To give him some credit, he has been firm. <laughs> on uh, Second Amendment on Second Amendment oh, yeah. like he, oh, yeah. he's he's talking you know he's doing the same shit Arvin over he's like no we need to legalize assault weapons yeah assault, he was like uh, machine, machine guns, guns. machine yeah. guns yep. yeah yeah I just Boy, remember,
1: I just it. remember the pussy pyramid thing yes, so I mean, what's, look, what's, the, ne- what's the next topic uh, California <laughs> uh, three stater Let's yeah. not talk about that piece of shit like anymore. <laughs> okay,
3: dude, someone is someone's really. Matt, triggered. Matt got triggered. on... Did uh, he? Trigger. Did he take you, you out for a nice you did or never call you again? Show us <laughs> in the doll where he touched you. You didn't get a reach
2: around, did
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so what, what's the next topic here? <laughs> yeah, California.
4: There's a proposal to split California into three states. I had heard that it's actually going to be on the ballot there. I'm not 100 percent sure about that. I just, uh, but we we listened to we um, we'll the Adam and Dr. Drew podcast, and they're based in L.A. Uh, and they it's gotten very libertarian. Both of them are sick to death of the um, regulations out there and regulations
3: the, and just lack of solutions
4: and and the poor public service. I would yeah. say too. Adam posted a video called um, "Public." Public versus private property, and it was a, a, a guy in a car driving with his phone, just filming. And they drive past a warehouse, and the y- the lawn is like immaculate, and everything's like looks great. And then they pass the property line into a public little bit of public area, and it's like there's like two toilets, there's tires, there's <laughs> trash, it's all overgrown, it's a yeah. complete mess. And he's going because. Because the government, and because it's run by the government, the government doesn't give a shit. They don't care. They don't take good care of their things. They whereas, don't have incentive. To you they see They have no everywhere. incentive. And right. it's like, look at, the, look at how well the private owner takes care of their property. Yeah. And so, that's just a, an example of how the show has gone. And uh, Yeah. But anyway, so well, they're, they
3: are were- Well, to keep going on that point before you jump back in, these are guys who basically made their living in LA mm-hmm. for the past... 20 25 years and they're now they're they're coming to grips with the fact that la is just a total piece of shit when it comes to just like basic you know the things that we bitch about the roads or Mm -hmm. or that or not i'm sorry the things that like we we claim like oh you know the government is responsible for these things wait we don't claim that shit I can't fucking talk right now. Yeah. The things that statists are constantly I mean, claiming—speak for yourself—that are that the that you know the government is responsible for the roads, that the government is responsible for this and that. These are the things that are failing in LA.
4: Yeah, for sure.
3: You know. Um, like they have the worst traffic in the entire United States.
4: They they complain about the the traffic constantly. They're like it yeah. takes an hour to go
5: seven, to miles, go seven or miles or whatever. That's, yeah. that's ridiculous. I yeah. mean that's I mean, cl- that's very close to how it is in the Beltway D.C. I like I have w- been in D.C. Yeah. Uh, three of the past four days, and it's the same way. I but mean it's, it's twenty four hours a day in L.A. Well, same here. You go in sixty six in Virginia, I'm, it's the same thing. It is just absolutely garbage. And, like, even coming on, on, literally, on my way here, like, there's, on Route 1, there's there's a turn on to 195, and you can't even see the cars coming because the grass is so tall. The grass has to be at least three feet high, and you can't see oncoming oncoming cars coming wow. from the other direction. It's that bad. And there's no, like, green light, or no green arrow. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of, you're just sitting there, like, waiting, like, oh, shit, hopefully no one's coming.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So they're excited about this proposal to split California up, and I guess I don't I don't know the demographics of California that well mm. to know. You know, th- this would have major impacts on uh, Congress, on the Senate, because now you've got to say, okay, well, how many congressmen do you get, and which way do you lean? It would be a very political. How many thing. electoral votes? Do you right. Get? How many electoral votes do you get? But they just passed uh, the UK as like the world's fifth. This is California, is I think the yeah. world's fifth largest economy. Yep. So it, it's it's a zillion people live out there, and um, it's going to be very interesting to see how, how this plays out. Uh, the other thing Drew complains about all the time is the homeless problem. Mm, I guess yeah. in L.A. they have a lot uh, of homeless, yeah. and homelessness takes place on public property, right? You go, okay, they're not, they don't have a home, they're not on private land it's on public land yeah so what do you and and the problem that he's saying is the people even if you give them a house or give them a place they don't want to go or they won't go so well they don't know how to
3: maintain it
4: either they don't know how to maintain it but he's like they they just literally refuse help and i don't know what I don't know the solution to that, honestly. If somebody's like, "Look, what I'd rather what live you... in a tent on the fruit
2: on well, the freeway." Well, Adam's solution. Well, there's housing shortages, and I mean they have housing issues, right? I mean, they do have housing issues. Restrictive
4: building codes, but they also have public housing. They also yeah. have like, yeah. they have a lot of assistance that they can get.
3: Well, that's where that's where I think Adam's solution actually actually makes a lot of sense. And it's not an easy solution, and there's no way to really enforce it, but it's... What
4: is it? I don't... Well, I
3: don't, he's just constantly talking about, it's all about, it has to start at the family, you know? It has true. to start at, like... It's absolutely true. I mean, how many of these people just have shitty families, right? And there, I have like, no
4: idea. Probably some. Probably most of them. Or, you know, there well, could be drugs involved. It
2: could be, like, well, look, but, he's a but junkie. But even drugs.
3: Like, I know families that have drug addicts in their family. Well, they and got, they're not living out on the streets. California's you know? but, got
2: a big social safety net, right?
5: So you attract
3: definitely. lazy exactly. people. You attract Hold on. You attract crazy people. And like I was talking about before, you take away the responsibility. Like psychologically, when you put these things in place that promise like, oh, you don't have to worry about your psychologically uh, you know, injured family or, or deficit family. We'll take care of them, and then they fail to take care of them. They end up out on the streets. What do you what? Do you, you know, what do you think is going to happen? Like, but if you say like, look, hey, you know, that's up to you. That's up to you to take care of your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And sure, we'll have charity involved, but you know, the charity is going to be based on whatever. Like, maybe they have to make an effort to find a job or whatever it is. You know, that's different than just like, oh yeah, don't worry, the government's going to. The government's going to take care of it. The government's going to take care of it. And then they don't. And then you have people just living on the streets.
5: Well, like, like I said, like, this is a big thing that's been going on. And someone just posted a video of this of someone was going through. I forget where it was. Some, I, forget, I wish I knew where it was. But exactly. But it's in San Francisco. And they're just going down this hallway. And there's literally someone's taking a video, walking down this hallway. And literally everyone, you literally see people shooting heroin in between their knuckles as they're going down, and everyone's strung out on mm. on heroin or some type of drugs. They're all homeless. But that all shit's there. illegal. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> and so, and, but like my cousin, like my cousin is actually, he was a city council member in San Francisco and actually was mayor for a time in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And he went out there because of that, because of the homeless problem. He was he was an advocate in Philadelphia, and he went out there. He's a big progressive, self-proclaimed progressive, and he was out there for that. And I mean, like it's gotten it's gotten so bad out there, and it, and it's in San Francisco in particular. Like they welcome homeless people. Like they they attract like all their parks. Like if you okay, so if you see like um, uh, what's the show? Uh, Full House. Like the parks they show in that are now completely now just like homeless shanty towns. Wow, <laughs> and wow. it's bad, and it's I, I went. I mean, I was out there a few times. Uh, well, actually, no, I, I want to say a few times. Actually, just once. Um, I've been in California a few times, but um. It's it is bad. It's a bad. It's really bad, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Area that they're making six figure
4: incomes, mm-hmm. and they're yep. they're bidding up the prices of even the crappiest little shack is still very expensive in the in that area. Yep. I mean, it's becoming one of the most expensive areas in the. Then, so.
3: alternatively, you have the fact that it's warm as fuck all year round, so that attracts
4: homeless people. Like you don't have homeless people running that's a good point or north I dakota mean, <laughs> we we actually do you know we do have our homeless in baltimore and this, oh, w- this winter in particular i was like i can't believe that these people But dude it's the same survive you see the this.
3: same if you live in baltimore you see the same people in the same yep. areas all the time yep like there's a dude with like a giant goiter that I see every time coming home from, yeah. from this podcast. You know
5: what I'm talking about? I I've heard of that. My my buddy lives out. Yeah. Uh, like I think he lives right where you are and he talks about him all the time. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't live near me. Like it's it's under it's it's like on MLK as you're getting but he, into the I was city. I he lives where you live, so he yeah. goes the same direction. Okay, he yeah. talks about him all the time. Yeah.
3: So yeah, it's so it's, it's, not, not, it's not it's definitely not I don't know how quickly it's growing. Um but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact like I, I think a lot of L.A. and wait,
1: uh, hold on. It's John Vibes. He's calling. Uh
3: Oh,
1: hey, John Vibes.
3: (laughs) Guys, honestly, you just pulled up.
1: You're here. Okay.
3: This is wow. Cool story. (laughs) It was very entertaining for our listeners.
4: (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the solution to homelessness is. If you're, especially if you have people that they're on public property and they don't want to leave, they want and. You know, Maybe you your public property. Well you're I don't a, know, bro. Well, you're out, as a as a government administrator is you could actually <laughs> force them
2: <laughs> into a room.
4: You could for yeah, you could for you could arrest them for trespassing, force them off and you could
2: force them into a government home. So for, or like
4: force them into a government home. Just de incentive
2: De-in-
0: yeah I, de-incentivize I, don't, I don't like
4: yeah, I don't like putting them in jail for no, that's trespassing on that. But I don't know. Same with the incentives. You know, yeah. I definitely. Well, that goes to minimum wage. Like, people have to be able to earn the drug minimum war. wage. It's probably over most of these people's heads. So, I, how are they surviving? That's, I don't understand oh, I know. I'm surviving
3: by begging in the streets. Yep. There's a woman. There's
4: only I, so many begging Do they dollars. make a lot of money?
2: Though. They do. They really? Make, yeah, I sense. mean, not
5: a, not a lot, but they make enough money to survive. Okay. For sure. I I, I are work, they
2: collecting social security.
5: I work outside of Baltimore County in Howard County, which is pretty. It's kind of predominant. Very has some of the richest counties in the the country are in Howard County, Or some of the rich communities. Anyway, but um, so like, there's a one woman I see every day. I work. I, I drive past her. And every day she's out there. She's been out there for every day for at least three or four years. She's out there and she begs and she she smokes. She li- she lives at a local motel up the street because I seen her up there because I work all throughout the town and I see her I see her go to the motel. She works with this one other woman. They both work two corners uh, right by uh, the, the by the the highway and they beg for money. They write down what they get. I, I see her write it down. She smokes cigarettes all the time and I see she has a smartphone. She has a smartphone. She, yeah. She's on it and she's texting with this woman and she puts it in her pocket. As soon as you pull up, she puts it in her pocket and hides it. And I see people all the time. Every day I pull up to the same light and I see her and if someone gives her a 20, a 10, a 5. They bring her stuff, clothes, everything else. And they just keep doing it. And so it's like, it kind of like, it's kind of made me jaded on charity because I'm like, I'm helping this woman. I know where she. I know the problem in the town that I work through is heroin. Heroin's a big problem in the town, as it is in Baltimore. I'm sure if anyone's seen that we were talking about the documentary. What was it called uh, on on Netflix? what we were we discussed it before in this podcast documentary on Netflix about, about I think it's called Dope. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it is dope. dope. So it's like there was a huge problem in Baltimore and specifically in this town that I work out of like heroin's a huge problem. And I know she does it. She has track marks. And she's at, but she's out there every single day. Yeah, I wonder how much
4: she's making in in an hour on average. I mean, ten bucks, fifteen bucks, you know. Yeah. It, it's not one person gives you a twenty, I mean that's a you know,
5: you're that, subsidizing her that's, by that's any, any food Not, you give most her. Most people
4: aren't going to give you a twenty. I know, but.
5: but any food you give her, any water, clothing, you—it's subsidizing her what she should be paying, what she got from other people. She now she can spend more on drugs, more on everything else for yeah. that. And so I, it it sucks. It sucks because it makes me jaded with with helping people out, but I see the yeah. same people out there every day. And,
4: and and unfortunately some people really are in a desperate situation and exactly. that's sort of their last ditch thing and yeah, I've given I've given beggars money before on the at the, I, at the intersection if they if they really look. I don't know. I'm sure I'm just getting had, but you know,
5: it's. <laughs> you're so, you're it, just what? It, it's it's getting, not like getting, getting, getting had, head. Getting head, like oh getting. I think it's like it, getting head. Yeah, no, it like, getting head. Like, There's one time I was I'm in Baltimore. Getting and scammed. And yeah, I got you. This woman, she had like yellow <laughs> eyes, no teeth, and she was like, she was like, give me money. I said, I'm not giving you money, but if you want a bottle of water, or any type of food, I'll buy you whatever we want at a gas station. It was in, I was at a show, and I said, whatever, I'm going to get something to drink. If you want anything, and she was like, oh, oh my God, sir, I, I yeah, I can't tell you how much this means to me. I appreciate so She was like. I suck your dick, and I'm like, uh, no, 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 whoa. no, no. We're good, we're good. Just, just take the, take it and go. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm sure. So, you know, there's people who are downtrodden, you know, like just that's crazy. Ready man. and willing, you know? like, thank you very much for the offer. We love you long time.
4: Yeah. So how was it? It was great.
5: <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> But no, yeah. So it, like, you know, there are really people out there who struggle with this stuff, and I feel like if you just deincentivize and kind of the stigmas against welfare, against welfareism in general are being lessened to each generation because now so many people are on, you know, quote, unquote, affordable housing or, you know, they, they, they're on some type of WIC, you know, I mean, and it, it's so natural. What is WIC, WIC talking is Women, a, food, food.
2: infant, and children. It's, it's a food subsidy. It's like food. St- and, and, yeah. and
5: I know people at my work who trade it for money. Like, they trade, like, like, hey, yeah I'll give you some of my WIC or some of my food stamps for such and such. And yeah. they'll buy steaks with it. Trade it. Like, it, it's it, it's like the talk for it.
1: Yeah, so um, the the last topic is probably the whole Gibson announced that they're going. Gibson Guitars announced that they're going bankrupt, and
3: it's pretty fucking crazy, man. Are they going to get bought out by
2: somebody? I mean, I'm sure their name, the the guitar making, will have under that name. Yeah. yeah, well,
1: I mean, they had a pretty bad year in 2015 when they wanted to put robot tuners on everything. Well, di- yeah, didn't they, like... Well, that's the problem with the they Gibson went into, they haven't innovated in, like, 30 years. They went into in, like, speakers
3: and
2: headphones and all that shit, too. Is and that when,
1: what... well, when, when they did innovate, they went, like, total retard, you know? Right. Like, who wants <laughs> a went, fucking robot tuner? Like, I want a guitar
2: that
3: sounds cool and, like, has certain you know, certain features to it that are going to improve playing or or sound. Like, I don't need a fucking tuner. Like, I I can do that myself.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) me personally, you know, I I own, like, eight Gibsons. But it's I'm just not a fan of the company.
4: Yeah. I like the guitars, not the company.
1: Yeah, I like the guitars. Um, At the same time, I think it would be cool if somebody like Paul Reed Smith bought out Gibson and started building Gibsons. Mm, You know, because, uh, you know, their quality control is just so much better, right? I think he he would be uh, capable of making a perfect Gibson. What if they're they're too, are they too big to fail? Could they get a government bailout? Um, Well, I think what's going to happen, what's going to happen is, you know, somebody else is going to bail them out, you know, and they uh, want that name. And I mean, you know, they'll continue on and people get so romantic about this stuff. But you're, what you're really talking about is a group of lawyers that own a guitar company who bought it from another group of lawyers who are now going to have another group of lawyers, you know. And they just own some patents that some dudes that made long ago that are now dead, you right. know. Who, so I who, mean, who are the
2: who are the guys making them? You know, who who, Led- who are
1: making them now? I mean, not that there aren't real people making them. You know, there's real people in the heartland of America making Gibson guitars, but um, it, it just seems like the the, the business has been, uh, you know. I mean, like, Jared and I ha- have uh, worked in music retail. Um, we have a lot of experience in music retail. I- I've been in music retail for, like, 11 years. And, you know, I can say out of, out of, out of all the companies to deal with, um, Gibson is probably the most pain in the ass, second to only Rickenbacker.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, which, you know, I-, I like Rickenbacker guitars, too, but at the same time, you know, um, they're a huge pain in the ass as far as that company to work with. And you know, and, and I could go on into specifics, and like to where like you know your jaw would drop. It, it's like no wonder Gibson is going bankrupt. Hmm. You know, fair enough. But uh, yeah, so I mean, for for me personally, it's like, well, you know, it's kind of just desserts. It's it, it, like you know, it seems like ho- hopefully they'll get their shit to get back together, and uh, you know, they'll they'll be doing better. You know, but. uh who knows? They'll, I go, mean, they'll go through a bankruptcy. Well, they're,
4: they're, they'll liquidate a lot of the debt, and then uh, somebody will buy the pieces up. And are, are, well, I know. mean,
1: like it sounds like their CEO, who was famous for making a lot of the worst decisions is is out at this point but apparently he's kept on at like two million dollars a year i think oh wow for um for being to be an advisor and it's like well this is the last day that you that's, want to advise that's <laughs> one salary
2: that's a lot of guitars they yeah. sell that many guitars i, I a mean year?
1: okay okay well th- don't definitely quote me i i think it's it's something really high like two million dollars a year it's something crazy I, I but this is
3: you know this is the free market at work or the semi-free market at work
1: yeah absolutely i mean yeah. and, and, it, and it shows I, it's, it's a regulated market at work well and, i guess it's also not, ip it.
3: right it's also ip yeah, yeah
1: exactly you know i mean i think paul reed smith should be able to use that design and not get sued for it and and build the perfect fucking les paul you know because mm. i don't believe in IP. well dude
3: have you seen the new uh that new not guitar 80 years it's basically later, a les whatever paul. it is
1: oh what are you talking about
3: did you see the new John Mayer signature?
1: No, the, the did, PRS. You, one? you got it all wrong. The new John Mayer signature is the Silver Sky. Yeah, and that's PRS building the perfect Stratocaster. Not oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but, I mean, sorry, sorry. Like, so for me with PRS, you know, I, I think that they have the best quality out of all the major companies. Yeah, I can't sing their praises for long enough. Like the. the you know, they just do things that, that you would never think of for quality control to build the perfect guitar. Yeah. Like, for instance, they dry out wood for a number of months before they cut the neck. And then they dry it out um, after they cut the neck for a f- for months. Yeah. You know, they do all these things. So that's why, you know, you could pick up a, a PRS that and it's, it's probably not going to need any fucking neck adjustments. Because right. like, the, the wood has really been, you know, totally dried but out. I think the problem
3: know? happens, though, when you try to mass produce... And the thing is, PRS doesn't really mass-produce. I mean, they're more, you know, it's very... Like, all their shit's super expensive, except for, like, they're, like, SE models, right? Yeah, I
1: mean, well, I've got a buddy that works at PRS, and they do make a lot of guitars, and they're they're putting out more and more all the time. Yeah, but compared they're, they're to, like, Gibson... They're just getting better or... better all the time. I, mean, I am comparing them to Gibson. For instance, you know... I'm not, well, I'm not instance, trying to knock them. I, I'm well, just saying, well, here's the thing. Here's okay. the thing, dude. Like, like with, with Gibson... Here's the thing, dude. Like like with Gibson, you know, they'll have a reissued like nineteen fifty four Les Paul. Yeah. Nineteen fifty six Les Paul. Yeah. Nineteen sixty eight Les Paul custom you know, and whereas with PRS, they're never going to have a a reissue 1987 PRS. They're just
3: making new new cool shit. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, no, it's they're making their shit better all the time. That's what I'm not that it wasn't good in 1987, but since then, they have thought of a million ways to improve it. Right. No, I agree with you. That's the
3: problem. with. That's what I was saying. Les Paul has not innovated in like
1: 50 years. Yeah. Well, at the same time, you know, PRS is actually I mean, like they've expanded their line. They've got like the S2C that starts at about a thousand dollars for a made in the USA um electric guitar. Uh, and uh so I mean they're selling a lot more guitars. Yeah. And all of their made in career models are still um inspected in the factory um yeah. in, in Maryland. No,
3: I'm not trying I, I wasn't trying to like so, insinuate I mean, that they're not yeah, I mean, up like, to the level. Yeah, I
1: mean like they're selling a lot of guitars. Yeah. So I mean it would be really cool if somebody like that, you know, took charge of Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. that's all i'm saying so that's all we um, gotta say bro yeah so i'd like to tell everybody that we have t-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com we also have a a patreon if you want to help keep the lights on here in anarchy basement the danger zone you know you you can uh, check us out there jared's gonna post his shit in the comments Mm. (laughs) and then Mm. uh yeah so and we're also we do the after hours podcast so if you're uh, helping us out on the patreon you will have access to the after hours podcast uh, john vibes just got here and he's he's about to come on and, and we're going to do some shit
3: I was about to come in your mouth what uh, <laughs> dude what the fuck
1: dude this is the shit. after hours podcast not the not the, not the, not the porn. I didn't see you over there dude. yeah <laughs> he's like okay lot for Conan
5: just shows up okay
1: okay so until next time live free or die
0: Dredging the flags of the tax bombs and bread. Worships by a few at the expense of the many soldiers and gods and death machines. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God's country, we're you get the freedom in God's in Enough fun, we suffer the truth that bring them home. I believe that you will do the best for you. And I believe that we have the power. I hate the state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. Society of individuals, nothing more than non-interference with natural rights. What's a virtuous person fully comprehends the non-aggression principle? The violence of the state becomes absolutely...